Another late week injury report from Missouri football gives us little clarity on the quarterback position. But you know what? I have my own plan anyway. Plus, my official pick for Missouri and South Carolina and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball each and every weekday. And this episode of Locked on Mizzou is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's also an unofficial community center. A big thanks to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. And you know what? Once again, a questionable tag for Connor Basilak. If it's anything like last week, well, that means he's likely out for this football game. But as Coach Eli Drinkwitz has pointed out before, questionable guys have been about 50-50 to play. I think it might be a little bit different, though, at the quarterback position. As Eli, again, pointed out earlier in the week, he doesn't have time to get three quarterbacks ready for for action. So I, I think the odds of us seeing Basilak at least as I record this right now on Friday afternoon, are pretty low. So to me, if you're Missouri, give Brady Cook the keys and see what happens. A lot of this is because Tyler Macon, well, as I've pointed out several times, he can only play one more game this season. Any more than that, and he's going to burn his red shirt. And to me, while the experience that Macon can get here during this season is obviously valuable, I think the difference between four games and five games or six games, for instance, is not enough to burn a potential final year for Macon. That's just me. Listen, I I don't want to compare Macon to Chase Daniel or anything, but wouldn't we have liked to have possibly had Chase Daniel for the 2009 campaign if we could have? We could have maybe redshirted him all the way back in 2005. I'm just saying, I think it's worth it to keep your options open in a season that really doesn't matter anymore in terms of actual results. Now, of course, I think Missouri has a decent chance of winning this ball game, and I'm going to give you my official pick here. But again, I think the big deal is you just have to pick a quarterback and go with one this week because last week against Georgia, You know, we saw some positive things, I think, from both quarterbacks and some negative things as well. But what became obvious is both guys were really situational quarterbacks in a way because when Macon was in the ball game, well, obviously Missouri was much more run heavy. But when Tyler, or excuse me, when Brady Cook was in the ball game, suddenly we're throwing, 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 dropping back to pass virtually every time. In fact, the majority of Missouri's running plays, I believe, were Brady Cook scrambles when he was in the ball game because, according to Pro Football Focus, he only handled the ball off two times while he was in the game. So to me, give Brady Cook a chance to run the entire offense this week. Give Tyler Macon a chance to just watch and prepare 
as the backup quarterback this week and only use him in case of an injury type emergency. That would be my plan for this week. Now, on the other side of the ball, I mentioned that Jason Brown is going to be the starter for South Carolina this week, a kid who's a fifth-year senior, only playing his first year of Division I ball, a transfer from St. Francis College. But I also, I have to admit, I made a, a funny error on the previous show, and I knew it as said as soon as I said it. I mentioned that another quarterback for South Carolina is out for the rest of the season. That's Zeb Noland, not Chuck Noland, as I erroneously called him. Tom Hanks has been doing a, a lot of press lately, and I must have had Castaway on the mind. That's all I can say. As soon as I said Chuck Noland, I was like, ooh, that can't possibly be right. But you know what? Let's power through, and I'll correct it tomorrow. So again, Zeb Noland, not Chuck Noland. I just want you to know, you all to know that I'm not completely insane. I'm just mildly insane. And I like to reveal that insanity to all of you on this podcast five days a week. Now, when it comes to picking this Missouri-South Carolina football game, I think a lot of it comes down to if you're just going to pay attention to the most recent thing that happened for both teams, I think you have to ask what's real. Because obviously Missouri has been one of the absolute worst run defenses in the country for the entire season. But last week against Georgia, well, at least statistically, you saw some signs of life. And you heard Blaze Aldridge after the game and other Missouri players saying that, hey, it's starting to come together for us. This new scheme, we're starting to get it a little bit. And maybe that's true. But what I saw was mostly Missouri committing a lot of bodies to the line of scrimmage. And and quite frankly, they were just better at tackling, better at staying in their gaps. So Maybe there is something to what old Blaze Aldridge said there. But on the other side of the ball, you have South Carolina. Well, they just beat down Florida the previous week and ran the ball down their throat. They had nearly 200 yards in the first half rushing alone for the Cox last week. So is that more of a product of South Carolina getting better? Is that more of a product of Kevin Harris, their thousand-yard rusher from last season, finally getting healthy at the right time for the Gamecocks? Well, I think it could be. I really do. But at the same time, it could just be that Florida, especially their defense, is really, really bad. Like, surprisingly, surprisingly awful. That's how bad Florida could be. So bad that they fired their defensive coordinator after the game so to me what's real I tend to think both of those things are a little bit real I think probably South Carolina Kevin Harris is a real deal that's going to help them the more mobile quarterback in Jason Brown that should help them on the ground but at the same time I do think it's it's reasonable to believe that Missouri has figured out something in the running game as well so you know what I'm going to actually give you my official pick But first, let me tell you about our title sponsor, and that is, of course, McDonald's, where they have been proudly serving communities since 1965. And like I mentioned before, it's not just a great bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. It's also a place where friends and family come to reconnect. So again, if you're into the McDonald's breakfast like I am or 
Maybe you're just into, hey, give me a McFlurry and some dependable Wi-Fi so I can get together with my study group. Well, guess what? McDonald's is the perfect spot for it. I used to love to study for tests at the campus McDonald's at Mizzou, which sadly no longer exists. RIP. But you know what? Even though there is no more campus McDonald's, what do you think? Should we head to our local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect? And did somebody say locked on Mizzou watch party? Well, I'll tell you what, regardless, I love some McDonald's and I know you will too. McDonald's, I'm loving it. While South Carolina running back Kevin Harris, his presence does certainly worry me. Any running back or running game just in general with a pulse should give any 2021 Missouri Tigers fan a bit of pause, should make all of us nervous, quite honestly. So I don't want to disrespect and South, however, but I'll tell you that Florida defense left a lot to be desired once again last week. Gives you gives you hope for the following week for Missouri too. But you know what? We'll get there next week. What I want to say is for South Carolina, this has been a really inconsistent ball co- ball club all season. So it just seems like hey, a home game against a reeling Florida Gators team. You came down with a big-time victory. Everything kind of went right for you. This seems like a game that is ripe for a letdown. That's just human nature. That's just the nature of, of young fellas, right? They feel like they're, they're getting, for the first time all season, they're probably getting a lot of pats on the back from their fellow students and that kind of stuff. So it's only human nature to think that I think they might come back to earth, whereas Missouri They feel like they may have figured a few things out defensively this week, but they can't possibly be happy with at this point in the season. They can't possibly be satisfied by anything. And you know what? While my belief in the Missouri locker room so far overall, at least in the preseason, led me astray and led me to be too optimistic about this team, you know what? I'm going to take the bait like Charlie Brown trying to kick the football Once again, you know what? I'm going to take the Tigers to win this ball game. Give me the Tigers something like 31 to 28. How about that? I think it's going to be a really close game, but like most close games in the Drinkwitz era, I'm going to take the Tigers to win. Also, for as good as Jason Brown looked at times last week, Florida's defense didn't put Brown in a lot of must-pass, third-and-long type situations. And when it did, the results weren't great. So if Missouri can indeed commit to the run, cause some second-and-tens, and even more important, third-and-tens, well, I think they have a chance to make Brown's life uncomfortable. Like I mentioned yesterday, though, I think it's really crucial that when you get those occasional third-and-long, obvious passing situations – that you worry less about actually getting Brown on the ground for a sack and just keeping him inside the pocket. Don't let him break contain, especially against a blitz, and let him get outside the pocket for a huge play. If you can do that, I think Missouri has a really good chance to contain the South Carolina offense pretty well. But if they don't, it could be another ugly game. It really could. So far, at least, I'm leaning toward Missouri pulling this one out. By the way, I'm thrilled to see that Florida is actually playing 
what has to be an automatic victory, even for a reeling Gators ball club this week. Florida playing Samford at home this week. So you know what that means. Missouri with an even better chance to be the team that drives a stake into the heart, figuratively speaking, of the Dan Mullen era. And wouldn't that be satisfying? I loved getting rid of Jim McElwain a few years ago, too. Nothing against Jim McElwain. It's just fun to make Florida suffer a little bit. I got to be honest, especially after Dan Mullen, frankly, acted like the ultimate warrior against Missouri last season at halftime. Well, it would be nice to have his scalp. But you know what? Who cares about Florida and Samford this week? We want to talk about Missouri, South Carolina. And over at betonline.ag, still a pick em ball game. So you don't have to give any points whatsoever. So what the heck? Doesn't that kind of lend itself to my theory that South Carolina very much ripe for a letdown ball game here? Missouri desperate for a win. I think the Tigers are going to take this game. That's just that's just how I'm feeling right now. It's really more of a gut feeling than anything in this in this game of backup quarterbacks. But you know what? No matter what your gut feeling is, maybe you want to stay away from this Missouri game and you'd rather bet some NBA action or some hockey. Perhaps UFC is more your thing. Well, no matter what it is, go to betonline.ag and when you do use the promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit once again promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline where the game starts and by built bar and frankly if you haven't tried built bar by now I'm really doing a terrible job with these ad reads because the great thing about Built Bar is not only are these things actually tasty, yes, unlike most protein bars, Built Bars taste great. You can throw them in your gym bag, have something for a little refuel during the middle of your workout, throw it in your golf bag. Maybe you just want something easy at the turn. I think Built Bar is perfect for all of these endeavors because not only, once again, are they tasty, they're low-carb, low-cal, low-fat, low-sugar, but high in protein, so they will satisfy your hunger, without a doubt. So great health benefits on top of just being purely delicious and also Built Bar available in many, many different flavors, so find out what you like at built.com and use the promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Well, in case you missed it, Missouri officially signed Aiden Shaw and Christian Jones as members of its next basketball recruiting class. I actually didn't cover the official signings because, well, these were expected for some time. I broke down both young men's games in pretty good detail in the archives over at Locked on Mizzou. And you know what? I'm very, very bullish on both guys' prospects, especially Aiden Shaw. He looks like a really, a really good keeper, a kind of four-man combo forward that is a multifaceted talent defensively and offensively really the kind of guy that Missouri's been missing but you know what 
in that class, the conventional wisdom right now is that Missouri's probably done taking high school players. There's still one more signing period officially, one more signing day left for Missouri to add players in this class. But the scuttlebutt is it's only going to be transfers or one high school player, and that's Mark Mitchell, another player from Kansas like Aiden Shaw. Well, speaking of Kansas, Mark Mitchell notably eliminated Kansas from his final four teams. Now Mitchell down to three teams, UCLA, Duke, and Missouri. And with that top two, as you can imagine, Mitchell, one of the most sought-after players in the entire country, a top 10, top 15 kind of talent. And really, I think the conventional wisdom is probably right. Mitchell's still a long shot to Missouri, but quite honestly, I was surprised when Missouri made the final four for Mitchell. Now I'm somewhat surprised they're in the final three as well. So could there be something at play here that maybe we're not thinking about? Well, there was actually a poster over at powermazoo.com who asked an interesting question. He says, so with the name, image, and likeness rules, is it more likely Mitchell would make more from endorsement deals in Missouri instead of a place like UCLA or Duke that has multiple five-star talents? Well, that's an interesting thought, and that's something that a lot of people have thought about Luther Burden, right? If you're Luther Burden, you're just another five-star guy down in Georgia or Alabama. But if you come to Missouri, especially as an in-state talent, well, you're a celebrity, essentially. So the argument would be, obviously, that perhaps he can make more money while he's on campus at Missouri. And especially for a football player, that's that's no small thing. Three years, you have to be on campus for three years, essentially. That's not an insignificant factor there. But quite honestly, for a basketball player, I can't imagine that that's going to really factor in that heavily. Call me crazy because, I don't know, the the one year on campus, the realistically, I don't know, eight, nine months on campus, maybe you're not even going to school for the second semester. I'm not sure how much that really factors in. But I think, the honest to God, the realistic opinion here is that None of us know. This is the great unknown, this whole name, image, and likeness thing. It just seems like for somebody like Mark Mitchell, maybe maybe this Power Mizzou poster has a great point, but I think Luther Burden is going to have to be the guinea pig. I think we're going to have to see it from him. I think if if kids see that, oh, wow, there really is an opportunity to make more money at a place like going to uh, Missouri football or a Georgia basketball, for instance, a a big-time program in terms of stature and being in the power conferences and money and all that, but at the same time doesn't have the huge history that some of your Blue Bloods have. Maybe there, that will happen eventually, and maybe that will balance out the power in college basketball a little bit. But I just think right now, as of today, that's a pretty big leap for a kid like Mark Mitchell to make, especially when you've seen Mike Krzyzewski and, well, I guess John Shire is who Mark Mitchell would potentially be playing for. When you've seen that program put so many guys successfully into the league and you just kind of know what you're getting there, that's a pretty big leap to make just based purely on the name, image, and likeness thing, knowing that you don't really know how that's going to play out. Now, again, if if John Shire maybe isn't Coach Krzyzewski, maybe for whatever reason – 
that hurts Duke. Perhaps UCLA has a down season this year, even though they just made the Final Four last year. Who the heck knows? There could be various reasons that Mark Mitchell possibly ends up at Mizzou. Seems like a real long shot, but name, image, and likeness. Maybe that could be a factor someday. It just seems like right now that's a little bit too big of a leap of faith. But you know what? I am taking the leap of faith by actually picking the Tigers to win a football game tomorrow. How crazy am I, right? But seriously, I think we've got a good chance. It should at least be a close, entertaining football game, if you believe our friends, over at betonline.ag. So you know what? I'm going to be attending that football game, taking my all-22 footage, and I will see you all probably Sunday evening, maybe Monday morning with the recap of this football game. Got stuff to do after the game on Saturday afternoon, so no immediate recap on Saturday. So don't stay up waiting for me or anything. Don't leave the light on for me. I'll see you guys in a day or two. So before we get out of here, once again, you got to check out my friends at Locked On Bets. That show is brought to you by betonline.ag, and they are your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from from Lee Sterling. They pick winners. That's all that matters, right? So once again, check out Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. 